Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. How we think is without a doubt the most important success factor when it comes to our health and happiness. When we focus on shifting our mindset, we release ourselves from the crippling effects of fear, limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, and the inner critic. We're able to experience greater self-confidence, creativity, peace, and positivity, and truly thrive in this second act of our life. These mindset tools are the ones we share with our clients that transform their lives, and we can't wait to share them with you on this podcast. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Midlife Mentors with me, James. And me, Claire. I was actually having a laugh with a group of friends the other day. Um, and I was they, they said they couldn't believe it. It was the first time they'd met me. So this wonderful online group that I'm part of, um, I have been part of it for a couple of years now. We all met up, so there's about six of us that all met up um, in London. And it was really funny. Firstly, they said I'm a lot shorter than they thought I was, but also a lot louder. And I actually said that when we record the podcast, James has to sit right in front of it and I have to actually sit away from it because I'm that loud. Well, these friends obviously haven't watched enough online videos of you. and know, you're very loud. <laughs> very loud. So it's true. James has got the microphone right in front of him and I'm sat quite On the other far. side of the room. <laughs> On the other side of the room. So, again, we have to apologise that this has come every couple of weeks recently. We are going to get back on it and make sure that it's weekly. So apologies for not having one up last week. We've just been a bit busy. And I'm going to be really honest, really enjoying ourselves. We have, yeah. Being summer, fully enjoy. Summer is here in the UK and it's full of things like um, cricket, Wimbledon. Um, we went to the night of the zoo. Garden parties. Yeah, yeah, all kinds of things. Just enjoying ourselves and learning a new skill, which we're mm. not going to tell you about right now. But we, James and I, talking about risks and going outside your comfort zone, James and I are learning a new skill. And it's really, really fun. Really, really fun. Really, really, really fun. Just for the joy of it. Yeah, just for the fun of it. Yeah. So, what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about five mindset tools to help you thrive at midlife. Now, really excited to share these because these are the things that we teach uh, on our midlife method program, but it's also the stuff we walk our talk. These are the things that we do on a daily basis, actually, that help us thrive at midlife. Yeah. I can't stress how important uh, these are. We call this like doing the internal work. Some people get caught up on the on the external stuff. You know, they they'll go and do the diet or they'll start working out in a certain way, but it's really not addressing what's going on 
in the most important part of you, important part of you in your mind. So it's really, really important, you know, at midlife to work on our mindset. We, you know, we've probably gone down a track. We're taking things for granted. We can even feel stuck. We don't realize we can we can change all that. We can literally reprogram our brain, reprogram the software, actually change the hardware as well, but also neural pathways to give us different outcomes. Um, and we can achieve that by utilizing some of these tools. Yeah, and this isn't just about health and fitness, obviously, about mindset around health and fitness. This is stuff that actually positively benefits your entire life. So when people come on our program, of course... They want to have some physical results. They want to get some, you know, some weight off. They want to feel fitter. They want to feel healthier. They want to change their eating patterns and have a better relationship with food. But what they don't really bargain on for most people is the whole shift in their entire life, their whole shift in their mindset. They're more disciplined. They're more determined. They're more optimistic. They're kinder than to, to themselves. Their inner chatter actually becomes again, much kinder to themselves. So the the mindset piece is the fundamental pillar of our six-pillar approach to the midlife method. And yeah, it's this stuff that of course it applies once you get the mindset piece right around your health and wellness. It's not just a short-term fix. This then lasts a lifetime, okay? So this is about rewiring the brain, like James said, to long-term health and wellness. But the other stuff that people get after the program, you know, they get job promotions, they have better relationships with their loved ones. They feel more able to go and take risks and do the things that they've been holding back on for so long. They're, they're able to stop the self-sabotage and limiting beliefs. And this is all because of some of the mindset stuff that we're going to teach you on this podcast. So we've got five mindset tools to helping you thrive at midlife. And as I said, these are the things that we do to a huge positive effect. These are the reasons that we are where we are now is because we action this stuff every day. Mm. So let's dive into the five mindset tools to help you thrive at midlife. Mr. G, do you want to do number one? Yeah, the first one is set goals. And that might sound obvious, but actually, uh, apparently, according to research, only around 20% of us actually set goals. I mean, I've seen statistics varying from 3 to 20%, but still, the majority of us aren't setting goals. If we don't set goals for ourselves, then you know, how do we know what we're aiming for? How are we going to achieve? How are we going to have success? Uh, as Tony Robbins says, setting goals is the first step in turning the invisible into the I visible. I love that. I know, I love that. I love that quote. It's I, really good. And I think it's really important at midlife as well, because um, many of us might have been used to, or still are used to, setting goals for, for work, say, where we're kind of forced to set goals, but they don't really have any emotional meaning for us. But how many of us actually set the time to think about personal goals of things we want to achieve? And there's also research around this, that people who do set goals and take action towards them are far healthier and happier because they stay in a growth mindset. It actually slows down the aging process. So um, here's our first tip. Think about what you'd like to achieve and start setting goals, and importantly, taking action around it. Remember, like um, a goal without action is just like a dream or a wish. And here's here's some stats for you. People that set goals are ten times more likely to achieve them than people that don't actually set concrete goals. So it's about you know actually figuring out what you want to achieve by way and doing that old SMART acronym. You're forty two percent more likely to achieve your goals if you write them down. So yeah, let's write them down. And we're going to come on as well. Like um, you can use uh, visual aids as well because this will light up the the visualizing center of your brain as well. It's something we're going to come on to. So write them down, but also have visual reminders of them around the place. And finally, share your goals. That increases your likelihood of success to sixty one percent because we have extra accountability there. You know, if you say to yourself, "Oh, I want to achieve this thing," and only you know 
It becomes easy for your inner critic to rise up and give you get-outs. But if other people know you've got this goal, you have to stay accountable to them as well. Yeah, I think this is its so, so important to give ourselves permission to set goals. Because like James said, we, we set goals for so many other areas of our life that almost society sets for ourselves. And we don't actually take the time. This is where actually values come in as well. We did a podcast that um, has had a great response around values. Um, our values change uh, considerably when we hit midlife and what we want to achieve. And that's when we can feel off. We know our values aren't aligned to the actions we're taking because we can feel a bit off in our life, um, a bit disconnected. So in order to feel more connected, yes, we need to look at our values, but then we need to set like goals around how to achieve the values that we want in our life. And you know, it's a really, really important part of the process and the work that we do is to set really, really good goals. We've got that SMART acronym. Yes, we hate using that. I used to hate using it in the corporate environment. But actually make sure that it is specific, that it is measurable, that it's achievable, that it's measurable, and that it's also time-bound. Realistic. Realistic. Have I done the... Oh, yes. (laughs) Smart. Yes. I'm smelling smart. Smart, smart Smart, Smelling smart. Wrong. Goodness me. Um, So, yeah, just make sure that they are... um, Just have a look at that acronym and just make sure that you're kind of abiding by some of the laws of that acronym to make sure that you are looking at it in an achievable, measurable, and timely way. Um, So the next one is... Next point is visualize the future. Now, this is a massive, mm. massive mindset tool Love that this one. James and I use, and we ask our clients to use it all the time. So, visualization is stuff that you might hear a lot actually of very successful entrepreneurs, successful people talk about visualizing their goal having come true. So, for example, if it's a weight loss goal, you might want to actually visualize that you are fitting into that amazing dress or that amazing outfit and you're going to an event that you've wanted to go to. You might visualize yourself getting up um, on the beach and running into the sea in a swimsuit, feeling confident and happy. But make sure you're connecting to the feelings of it. So, you're not just visualizing it, but you're really connecting to the feelings of it. What are you wearing? Um, who's around you, what can you hear, what can you smell, what can you taste, like really, really make it as alive and uh, elaborate in your mind as you possibly can. And the reason for this is the confidence in our ability to achieve our goals is boosted by 67% if we visualize having achieved that goal. And it increases the recall of your goals by 65%. So you can recall your goals very, very quickly if you've been visualizing them. So when we say visualize, we want you to do this every day. Like every day, spend five minutes visualizing your goal. Feel it, be in it. It's exactly, it's it's basically exactly how you feel as you have achieved it. Uh, I'd say this one links back in with the first one. You know, if you've got goals written down, you're again reinforcing to that visual process of seeing your goals. You might have vision boards or just pictures of the things you want to achieve. It's just increasing that, that visual acuity all the time. It also releases dopamine. So it lights up our reward center. So as you're visualizing, it releases dopamine lights up our reward center. So it's like like we actually have it. So we're getting the feelings, that reward, visualizing it. It's not there yet, but we're visualizing it and getting the dopamine reward and the dopamine hit as if we already have. Um, And actually MRI scans, certain MRI scans have shown that certain neural pathways are increased if we visualize. So this is what we mean by reprogramming the mind. If we visualize something 
for long enough with a long enough intent with all the feelings involved and we've got the goals written down basically if we're visualizing it we could build new neural pathways in the brain that are positive and then guess what happens we start acting and behaving automatically in line with our goals like we've already achieved them like you start acting as the person that has already achieved the goals you start making decisions you start creating habits that are aligned with what you are visualizing it's an incredibly incredibly powerful tool so we would suggest you do that write your goals down check in with your goals every day as well so this is building on the other write them down share them with people Look at your goals every day, check in with where you're at with your goal and visualize having already achieved it because it actually hits your hormones and it actually hits the neural pathways in your brain. The next one is gratitude. Be grateful for what you already have. It's all too easy in this modern world to be caught up on on comparison and uh, what I don't have and why I'm not as far ahead as I want to be. But actually we want to flip that on its head and be grateful for what we do have. You know, we all have tons of reasons to be grateful. And here's some interesting stats around this. Regular gratitude journaling increases optimism by 5 to 15%. And we know that optimists experience better life outcomes than pessimists. So that's a good thing. Also boosts sleep quality by 25%. It boosts our self-esteem. And it means we're more likely to take care of our health and be happier. Now listen to this. A five-minute gratitude practice daily over uh, uh, done consistently will increase your long-term well-being by 10%. It has the same impact as doubling your income. I'm going to say that again. A daily five-minute gratitude practice, which increases your long-term well-being by 10%, has the same impact on your health as as doubling your income. I mean, that is massive. That is massive, massive, massive. Just the extra feelings of, of happiness satisfaction fulfillment you get from this practice is is huge i know when we put clients on this on our program they report after you know a few weeks like how it has changed their outlook on life how they're more optimistic how they feel more fulfilled more satisfied uh, it also helps reduce anxiety and depression and it makes you more likely to achieve your goal so what we want to do is you know wake up in the morning and we're going to talk about that in a moment the next one but, you know, maybe think about the things that we're, we're grateful for from the day before in our life. Then maybe go into our, review our goals and then do a future visualization where we've achieved those goals. Maybe bring in those feelings of gratitude for like having achieved it as if it's now. And then we're starting to put a lot of the pieces of the puzzle together, lighting up the brain, making those new neural pathways, getting those neurotransmitters released. And actually, you know, telling your subconscious this thing is already being achieved amazing and James has basically said the next point here which is to have a morning routine so please 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 take this on board again this is something that we teach in the midlife method it's something we do we have a morning routine that sets us up for the day and 92% of successful people have a morning routine so what do we mean by that like James just said, there's a, a part of a morning routine, but you know you might want to get up. This is I'm going to share my morning routine. I get up, I uh, make lemon and ginger tea for James and I, which is really good for the liver, really good for the gut. Then I have a big glass of water. Um, then I will wash my face. So these are all routines. This creates discipline, right? So one of the things about having a morning routine is it creates discipline this is why we want to do it not only does it set you up for the day and do all the amazing things that we've just said about gratitude visualization and setting a goal but it also creates that sense of pride and discipline where you have taken the time to prioritize yourself in the morning before you get on your mobile phone before you give your power away before you watch the terribly depressing news 
These are all the things that set you up so you feel in control and present in your day. But it does create discipline. When you have discipline in your life, it doesn't matter whether your willpower goes, your motivation goes, if you are able to cultivate the skill of discipline, because it's not something we all have, we have to cultivate discipline. And you do this in one way through the morning routine. So I get up, I do those things, I sit down, I do a bit of breath work. Um, I actually just connect with that higher part of myself. I do gratitude. I visualize my future, my future goals, and really allow myself to feel that. That whole thing takes about 10 to 15 minutes, so not long at all. Then we go to the gym. So it's really important, I believe, James and I believe, to make sure that you are doing the, the spiritual, the mental, and the physical in your morning routine somehow. And you are prioritizing that, you know? Um, another stat that people, of course, this makes sense, people who check their phones first thing in the morning have a loss of productivity. They've given their power away straight away. They're in the high levels of stress straight away, which is a, a physiological response as well. And that high levels of stress stops you seeing things clearly and stops you being productive. Um, and like I said, it creates that level of discipline in your life. So having a morning routine with those elements that we've already discussed is really, really important. But make sure it's spiritual, mental and physical. The last tip for you is to utilise affirmations. Now, these used to be thought of as really woo-woo, but there's more and more research around them. So yeah, people who affirm regularly, um, basically it helps decrease stress, increases emotional resilience. We create an ongoing narrative about ourselves which reinforces the self-identity we want to create. So you see how, they, how these all link together, these tips. Um, it helps quieten down our inner critic. And MRI scans show that, again, we're activating neural pathways when we affirm. So if you put all these tools together, you see how what they're doing, actually effectively priming our subconscious for what we want to achieve, but we're making it as if it were already achieved it and coming to the emotion and feelings of that. And our brain is actually responding in a way that it's, it's already there and we're being rewarded And then for we're it. acting in that way, you know, we're behaving in the way because we're kind of living it and we're creating it into our very present moment. I just wanted to say what an affirmation actually is. You know, what do we mean by utilise affirmations? Well, affirmations is a positive statement that starts with I am. The most powerful, powerful two words in our language is I am because when you state I am you attach yourself to that meaning right so a lot of us use that probably in a very negative way I am not good at that I I am I am a chocolate eater I am someone without any willpower these are all stories we tell ourselves all day every day and that inner dialogue is going on over and over and over again on repeat on loop in, in fact 97% of our thoughts are the same as the day before so in a lot of them, we live from our inner critic. So they're on repeat, on loop. So actually spending time to reprogram the mind with affirmations that are positive, that are in line with who we want to become is really, really powerful and very, very important. So I am motivated to exercise today. I am finding it easier and easier to eat healthily today. I am a powerful presence in the world. I am important. I am significant. I am a great partner. I am a great mother. I am a great father. I am, I am, I am. And feel like how your hormones change, how physiologically you change when you use positive I ams to the negative I ams. And we literally want to flood our mindset with these positive affirmations and that builds on everything else we just talked about yeah uh, to paraphrase bruce lee 
said, um, um, words have power, so never talk negatively about yourself, even in jest. Uh, words have power, that's why they call it spelling. Mm, spelling. Mm. They create spells. So the language you use in your head is very, very important, as is the language you speak. So this is one of the things when I'm doing coaching all the time, you know, it, it can be, it, it's a real eye-opener, and I have to be pulled up on this by my coaches, but... Sometimes when I'm, well, a lot of the time when I'm with my clients, they say certain words and it's very powerful. It's, I am this, I am that. And I'm like, is that really true? Is that really the story you want to be telling yourself? And if you're saying that as I am, that is going to be what becomes true. That is what you are going to attract to you because you are saying this is truth. This is I am. So we need to become aware of that, that language that we're using internally and start balancing out with some really, really positive affirmations basically building on everything else we also discussed these five tips so let's just recap five mindset tools to help you thrive at midlife create big goals and dreams and take risks visualize the future be grateful for what you already have create a morning routine and utilize affirmations so we love all of this Mm. stuff you know our background if you're new to the show our background um, is psychology nlp coaching hypnotherapy uh, all of this stuff we love absolutely love this so it's the bedrock of success it's the bedrock of happiness um, and without this stuff we are going to keep falling foul to our our tricky little mind that often just wants to keep us safe you know it doesn't like us it doesn't like us going outside the norm it just likes familiarity and the way that we can combat that and actually soothe our subconscious mind when it's trying to work against us and just keep us safe Safe means just where we are. We're never going to expand and grow, and that's what creates that rub. Is when you're wanting to expand, but you kept being held, keep being held back by these limiting beliefs and your mindset. So this stuff is so so important. There is nothing more important than this in your growth and your happiness. Mm, I hope you enjoyed that, and um, we'd love to hear how you get on with it. Yes, um, but, um, I would recommend actually you introduce all of these, all five of these together, because they do all interconnect. They will help reinforce each other. Um, and let us know how you get on with it. We'd love to hear from you, team at The Midlife Mentors. Um, and if you've enjoyed the show, then remember to like, share, even like give us a rating and uh, uh, write us a review as well. That would be amazing. That's always amazing. Finally, as I say, um, coming in October, we are flying off to Ibiza for our Midlife Mastery Retreat, where we'll be covering stuff like this in depth in the luxury surroundings of the Six Senses Resort there. Um, it's amazing food. We'll all be staying in one of their private residences together. Everyone got their own room. We'll have a central room. Um, it's going to be a very intimate experience. We're taking just a few people on this. So you'll be with us. There'll be both of us there, Claire and I. There'll be some workout sessions as well. Um, the scenery up there is stunning. There'll be time to relax, use their world-class spa, swim, have you know, watch the sunset, look mm, at the stars at night. We cannot wait. Um, spaces are filling up on that. As I say, we're only taking a few people to keep it nice and intimate. Um, but we'd love you to come along on that. Yes, we haven't won twelve awards for our coaching I, and our retreats for nothing. I think it's more than that. Is it more? Yeah, I'm sure is it it's more, more now. Than. Yeah, I mean, we've been. This is our. This is our baby. We've been running these for the last twelve years. So uh, we absolutely know the way to create a magical, magical, life changing experience for people. So um, we would love to see you on those retreats. Um, if you want any more information, I'll put the link in the show notes to the um, to the Ibiza retreats. And if you've got any questions, then obviously just email us at team at the midlifementors.com about any of this stuff or the retreat and um, would even jump on a quick 10-minute call if you've got questions for us. So I'm sending you and you're sending you. <laughs> so much love until the big, next big time. Big, big hugs. Bye. 
Yeah. You've been listening to the Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.